Hello, welcome to Logger, episode number 17. I hope the last episode I didn't say was number 17. That was a mistake. Uh, this show, we are going to finally wrap up the GOS GPC review. Um, we have Paige discussing her thoughts on the GOS and using it the past week, which is different about this past week was that I removed the video card that they had installed, the NVIDIA video card, and took it back to the onboard card, which is standard with the GPC. I was not able to remove the RAM and put back the 512 RAM because it was a 1 gigabyte chip, and I don't have a 512 megabyte chip that would fit in there. So I wasn't able to take it back to full factory specifications for a standard GPC. So what you're going to hear is her opinion on that. I'm going to wrap up some of the games that I played around with, um, both before and after I had removed the extra video card in there, and that'll call it a, a day then, and I'll be able to send this back to the company that sent it to me for review. And without further ado, here is Paige's final words on the GPC. We're going to wrap up the review of the GPC and the GOS with Paige here today. This past week, I let her use the machine in uh, closer to factory specs by removing the video card, the NVIDIA video card, and leaving in the onboard card to be used. I could not take the memory down to the 512 because they only had a 1 gigabyte chip in there, and I didn't have uh, two 512s or one 512, so to speak. Anyway, uh, with the back down to to what the GPC usually comes with, I wanted to get Paige's opinion. So using it in the past week, Paige, uh, how, have you noticed any differences? Not really, no. What have you done with it? I've gone on to Google, watched some videos. I went on Webkins for a little bit. Did you play any of the games that uh, you had installed on there? Um, I sometimes play them. I play pool and Did you play pool like this that. past week? Yeah, I did. Did it work? Yeah. Which are you sure you played this past week? Or yeah. That was the uh, the 3D pool, right? I think yeah. Okay. Was that? Let's let's take a look at the screen and see whether you are telling the truth. What pool game did you? What, what, what was that? That was a. Uh, we come in here under applications games. Was it uh, Billiard GL? Yeah. And it actually worked for you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else that you played? Um, no, not really. So what's your opinion then, I mean, of the, the GPC? What, what do you say? I think it works really well. It's a really good system. So you give it a uh, thumb up, two thumbs up, one thumbs up? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Mm-hmm. Now, let's rate the systems that we have in here, and we're gonna we're gonna cheat by throwing in the triple E PCs because we haven't talked about those. But uh, we, mommy and daddy, both got triple E PCs. So so let's let's rate the systems we have in the house. We have we have the GPC here. Mm-hmm. We have daddy's workstation here. Uh huh. We have daddy's laptop. Uh huh. Mommy's laptop. Well, it's still include in here, even though it's broken. But okay. Here and the triple EPC, so that's five systems. Mm-hmm. What would you rate as the best best system? 
I think the best system is Molly's computer that broke. Even though it broke, I think that was probably the best system. Now, why do you say that's the best system? Well, I don't know. I just I've been I go on Mommy's systems a lot, and she uh, I know everything really well, and it just works good for me. Okay, so um, you like that system the best, but that system was uh, probably. The, out of all of them, the most underpowered system. It didn't have the beef, so to speak, and the horsepower that all the <laughs> other systems that we're talking about have. So wasn't it a lot slower? Well, yeah, but sometimes it was fast. But, you know, I guess I just like it. Now, what did you do on Mommy's com Mommy's computer, you probably spent a lot of time looking at videos on Google. I looked at videos and I webkins. went on Webkins and Neopets before I knew what Webkins was. What about what about games on there? Have you played games on there? Yes uh, or no? Yeah. Yeah. I do. And they've performed as well? Yeah. So, okay, so you say Mommy's old computer's the best, but that's gone now, so we'll throw that out of the picture. So your number one choice is now gone because it didn't suit my needs for the purposes of this discussion. So, taking Bobby's computer out of the picture, which one? Which one is number one? Um, probably your laptop. Yeah. Why is that? Because that's the well, that's the second best because it's just un the second easiest to use. Okay. And it goes fast too, and it's really fun. And once I figured out how to use it really good, then. It got really easy, and it was really fun. Now, what would you rank number two? Um, maybe about an 8.5. Oh, oh, okay, you gave it 8.5. I, I see what you're saying. What I meant was, what do you think? We're, we're going to say that my laptop's number one because mommy's laptop's broken. Oh, All yeah, right. that's right. But you would rank okay. that number one. What is number two, then? The number two would be, um... The, the GO GPC? Yeah, GPC. Okay, and wh what did you like about the GPC compared to the other it's one? It's fast, too, and um, my the games that I like to play work on it. Uh, the Google uh, videos are nice, and it's really fun. So you found it pretty easy to use? Yeah. What would you rank as number three? Um... Daddy's reg your reg your regular computer. Okay, now what 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 do you find? That's number three. So we're getting down to the point where, you know, even though it's it's one it's a fairly fast system, what don't you like about it? What don't I like about your computer? Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to use because there's not like you just see the icon and click it. You like have to click one um a button and then this like. A little menu menu comes up, and then you have to find what you're looking for. Okay. And then, what is the le last ranked systems? The small. Why? Why do you rank them? Well, I rank them last because they're hard to use because they're so small that you have to use the space bars constantly to see what you're looking for or doing because the screen's really small. For you, the screen size is too small. Is it? Can you play Webkins on it? I haven't tried playing. I tried playing Webkins. I couldn't get on because okay. um, there was no space. But there how easy no was it bar. to use, though? 
It was fairly easy to use, I guess. Okay. So what what you're ranking, it sounds like you're ranking the systems on, not so much as performance, but as on the interface. And you seem to prefer the KDE interface. The interface that looks like this, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, you like the interface that looks like this. Yeah. The KDE, the standard KDE interface. Yeah. As opposed to the interface that, that looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> with nothing on it. Yeah. Which is Fluxbox, the way I have Fluxbox set up. So you, yeah. you use the menu, right? How do you figure all this out? Because I'm smart. It's yeah, not. I it's, doubt that. You know, if I showed you, if I if I showed you, as you read the manual on how to use this, or I, and it's what's not fair fair about this is, I don't have the bar down here anymore, which is one thing that's missing, which would make things a little easier. Oh. So it's just a blank desktop. I have no icons on it because I prefer to have a blank desktop on a lot of my I systems. See. So it's not that it's hard to use. It's just that it's well, it's different. And so it makes it more difficult, and you were never shown or given instructions or the ability to do it. But since you played around with it, you are capable of using it. And like, do you know how to start up Firefox on here? Kind of. How do you start Firefox? You ask me, right? <laughs> yes. Now, see, if I was, if I were to tell you that the way you start Firefox, one of the ways is you click on on the desktop here. And you can go down and start it from applications, and go through here, <laughs> net, and find Firefox. Or if I told you, you could just do Alt Space and bring that little icon up and type in Firefox, and it would start for you. That's those are two ways. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me that before? Because I didn't want you to to know. Now, I hate you. also, you can also go Control Alt and and flip through the screens or use the mouse thing to flip through the screens and you can go mm -hmm. on the Firefox which is usually up and running all the time but be that as right. it may we're, 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 we're straying far from the topic of this the show here and that's yes, the GPC are. so uh, to sum up your opinion of the GPC and the GOS do, do you like it? yes <laughs> do you recommend it? yeah do you think it's a fun gaming machine for kids? Now you've had some friends. You've had like Ashley over, right? And she was playing around on it. Yeah. Did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. She treated it as any other computer. Okay. So you find it easy to use, fun to use. Yep. Does what you want it to do, and you'd like to have one. Not like a servant, but yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, any last words you want to say on the GPC? No. Okay. Well. I want to thank you for your opinions, and uh, you can say bye to everybody. You're finished. See ya. Wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. Did Avery use the GPC at all? Mm, not that much, huh? No, not really. Okay, well, say goodbye again. Goodbye, people. All right, so that is Paige's opinions there. And now I'm going to wrap up my thoughts on the GPC. But before I do that, uh, let's talk about some of the games that I played around with on there before and after I had removed the video card. Uh, Penumbra Ultimate Overture, sorry. Penumbra Ultra Overture was a game that I've been raving about for a while. I played this on the machine, and uh, it, it worked pretty well. It was a little pokey compared to running it on my laptop. 
which is almost to be expected. Not so much the video frame rate as the controls on it, for some reason, seem to be a little on the sluggish side. It didn't hamper the gameplay too much, but uh, I was kind of hoping that it would be on par with my laptop, but it wasn't. Anyway, uh, the rest of the games that I played on there, L Breakout, uh, Frozen Bubble, the Never Putt, Never Ball, all seem to work fine. World of Warcraft worked fine. Again, there's still the uh, the issue that you're only going to be getting 25 to 35 frames per second on World of Warcraft with the getup that I have, the 1 gig of RAM, and the NVIDIA card in there. Um, now, when I took out the NVIDIA card, I actually got the opportunity to pop open a case and look what was in there, and lo and behold, I noticed that it does not come with an ATI... ATI slot, an, an AGP slot at all. There's no AGP slot, so you have to get a PCI card. I don't think it's PCI Express either, uh, just a standard PCI card. So they put in the uh, NVIDIA PCI card. Now, they're not th that difficult to get. You can order them from most online computer stores, Newegg and stuff. Uh, I I've seen them for about the same price as the AGP, maybe a little more expensive. Uh, you're not going to get the best graphics card for uh, in PCI format. You're going to get a, a, probably an older, older chipset on there. Uh, that being said, uh, I have pictures up on my blog about that. You can see what I'm talking about. There not being uh, an AGP slot in there. Uh, I fired it up. Now I did have to reconfigure X on this because it was configured for using the NVIDIA card, which of course for me is not that difficult, but I can't see um, most people who this machine is targeted for being able to reconfigure X easily. Uh, if they were to put a better video card in there, they'd have to drop down and run the, uh, the X configuration tool or the Debian um, reconfiguration tool for X, which of course isn't that difficult, but for most people would be beyond their capabilities. Unless they were schooled, I had some really good instructions for doing that. Uh, and in this case, if they pop the card in there to go do that, uh, they would not be able to get into X. Anyway, that aside, once I got it up and running, I didn't notice any performance issues in booting the machine or on the desktop. Um, but I wasn't able to get 3D acceleration going. So games like Never Put, Never Ball, uh, Penumbra Overture were not going to run. Uh, I fired up World of Warcraft. I got, I got to the point where it had to download an update. It up downloaded the update, and when I restarted the application, it kept crashing continuously, performing an illegal operation. It would not run whatsoever. I thought that this might be related to the update that I just did, and I, when I eventually put the card back in, I fired up Warcraft without a problem. It worked flawlessly. So. It does not have 3D acceleration capabilities without an advanced card. The onboard chipset just isn't going to do it. Uh, da, 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 da. That being said, I tried out some of the other applications. Um, for some reason, I couldn't get Fashion Sense to run, which is not, to my knowledge, a 3D accelerated application, but it would not run. When I put the card back in there... Like World of Warcraft, it ran without a problem. So it's touch and go with some of the other types of games. 
El Breakout worked fine. Pingus worked fine. Um, my daughter said, as you heard, uh, GL Billiards worked. Now, that's one thing I didn't try out, and I wish I had. Uh, I'm kind of skeptical that it actually worked since it is 3D accelerated, if I'm not mistaken, using OpenGL. And OpenGL just wasn't happening on this machine without the NVIDIA card. So, given all that, um, in the standard configuration, this machine is not going to appeal to the average or mediocre gamer, I would suspect. Um, it, it is, again, it's a machine geared for people who want to use the web, cruise the web, watch uh, YouTube videos, uh, send email, do some word processing. Uh, not so much as a gaming machine, unless you're going to beef it up. Now, you're looking at, I think it was like 350 bucks to beef this machine up to start being able to use or play games. So, you know, that's what? That's $50 more. And if someone is interested in, in like, a family or, or uh, someone who's on a low, you know, fixed income, doesn't have, uh, or, or anybody who, who would just like a general purpose machine that maybe they could play some games on, um, you know, spending the extra 50 bucks. It's not a bad option. If somebody is just really into Warcraft and is, and uh, you know, their machine breaks, or or they just want a separate machine for playing Warcraft because other people want to use the computers, three hundred fifty bucks is not a bad choice. So uh, it 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 has its place in a general family who wants to use it, or if you want to play Warcraft, I I give it that. Um, I play Warcraft on my laptop. It runs very well. It ran very well for me. A comparable experience on the GPC. I had fun. I think anybody else would have fun. I'd be skeptical about their capabilities of setting up Warcraft, or they might be confused. Now, one thing I guess I'd like to point out is that the uh, GPC is pretty much the pioneering uh, system of this class. Low-end, very cheap, couple hundred bucks, Linux-based system, um, geared towards the average person. I'd be interested to see how these systems evolve and what other com competitors come in and how well they could be used for gaming over the next couple of uh, months to a year. Uh, we have the Triple E PC, which is filling that niche too, uh, which, you know, I'll review some gaming on that at a later date since I have two of those here and have done a little bit of gaming on them. Um, so we're, we're seeing a new and interesting class of computers geared towards everyday people who who might want to just do some casual gaming and might fit their needs. Um, so we'll see. I thank you for, I thank uh, the company who sent this to me for the opportunity to review this machine and play around with it for a couple of weeks. Uh, I was very impressed with it. Is this a machine that I myself would buy? I'm on the fence about that. Like I said, it is a decent machine. It would you know, more than suit the kids' needs. Um, but I don't know. For me, probably not because I would want more horsepower and do some more advanced things with it. I already have machines, enough machines here to make me happy. I would be curious to see whether this could be used as a... use it as something like a Myth TV front end or, you know, some other basic... I, I could see this being a, a little bit of a server system. Um, 
you figure a lot of the servers that I have are, are like eight, nine years old now. And they run wonderfully. I can't see this being a bad choice to run, you know, and they're, they're what, Pentium 3, 450s and, and uh, you know, it doesn't have a SCSI drive in there, but it, it does have a, a, a SATA drive in there. So it could be used for other things than desktop computing, especially when you're running Linux on it. I find it interesting that uh, GOS decided to move from Enlightenment 17 to GNOME. I think that that is the right choice to make. I, I still do not understand why they decided to go with Enlightenment 17 to begin with. Um, given that it is a very light desktop, lightning fast, and there are some, you know, the way they set it up are some parallels to it looking like OS 10. There's just not that ease of use that a general average computer user could find in Enlightenment 17, I think. Um, it's a little more difficult to get things configured, uh, to um, understand the layout of the machine, and uh, just to wrap their heads around it. I do think that GNOME would be more approachable. Um, that's the system, the operating system, or the uh, the interface that a lot of people are more familiar with, something closer to a, a Windows-like system, uh, KDE-like, I should say, interface. Uh, and a little less something like Window Maker, you know. I could have, I think they might even have done fairly well while using XFCE at first, because that seems to be a little more approachable to uh, people who've never used uh, or haven't used win a, a computer much. So we'll see how how they fare over the next couple of months. Um, hands off, my hands, hats off to the. Everex company for producing this little wonder and opening up the doors to low-cost computing for everybody else in the world. And I thank you for listening to this episode of Logger. I hope to get everybody else back on in the very near future, uh, probably sometime in March. We'll do another episode, if not beforehand. Keep on having fun with your systems and uh, keep up the gaming. Have a great one. Bye. That wraps up another episode of Logger. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, Logger is released under Creative Commons for non-commercial use license. Feel free to copy, excerpt from, or distribute Logger for non-commercial purposes. The opening music of the show is provided by James Underberg called The Battle with sound effects from Blob Wars by Parallel Realities. We'll see you next time. <laughs>